0: Welcome to the Spreaker Live Show, episode 24 for September 9th. I'm Rob Greenley, head of content at Spreaker. This show is live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. Eastern, and it's available on our website at SpreakerLiveShow.com. And you can also find it on iTunes, Stitcher. Please leave us a review and a comment here. and, and uh, you're welcome to send me an email at uh, rob at spreaker.com, or if you want to send it to the greater spreaker team, you can send it to podcast at spreaker.com. And we have a terrific blog now, so if you want to read about podcasting and what's going on with Spreaker, go to blog.spreaker.com to get some great tips. And you can also tweet us um, at spreaker um, and use the hashtag SpreakerLive. Live. And if you are a, a Spreaker user, you can certainly send a tech support question. If you um, have an issue at all, to support at Spreaker.com. On our blog this week, we have an article about the Rain Summit coming up in Atlanta in 2000, uh, this year, coming up uh, September 29th um, down in down Atlanta. And I'm going to be speaking on a panel down there. Podcasts are the new black so that's that's the name of the panel there's going to be a lot of great uh, CEOs and things talking about the podcasting space and how that kind of dovetails with online radio which is kind of the the topic of the show this week and one of the other articles that we have on the blog too is is to get the most out of your pre-rolls on your podcast so speaker does have the ability to plug in a pre-roll into your program uh that's basically an audio sound bite that plays at the very beginning of your show and and that's auto-dropped auto, auto dropped into that, so you don't have to put that into your production. So it's definitely an option in there. And then also catch last week's Speaker Live show uh, with Chris Christensen of the Amateur Traveler podcast. And so we've got some uh, great archives of uh, – past guests that are, that have been on the Speaker Live show, so definitely go check those out. Well, we have a great guest today on the show. We have Brandy Shapiro-Babin, who is the president of Webmaster Radio at webmasterradio.fm, and then also Cannabis Radio, which is a uh, new initiative that the company has right now around uh, creating new radio shows and podcasts to support the, the growing and expanding cannabis uh, business here in the U.S., so... Uh Webmaster Radio was uh, started back in 2004, and the shows on the network focus on search engine op- optimization, online marketing, you know, the the advertising business and affiliate marketing. And they also cover, you know, the conferences and and cover PR and things like that to really help support you and your online kind of, kind of marketing activities with this network. And Brandy's going to talk about all about that. And then Cannabis Radio is a brand new network of, of shows that's uh, really focusing on the legal cannabis business. And and she's got some great uh, luminaries that are pioneers in the cannabis business or the marijuana business, the legal marijuana business that's expanding across the, the U.S. Brandy, welcome
1: to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Rob. It's such an honor.
0: Yeah, it's great to actually have you on the Speaker Live show. I know you've been involved in online radio and and now over the last few years involved in podcasting and and just kinda wanted to get an idea of uh you know how you got started doing all this. I know a lot of the the, the, the people that listen to this show are either new podcasters or they're trying to create shows and kinda kinda helping people understand what the process was that they went through. Um, to to create like a network of shows or or a show is really important to this audience. So, w- why don't you tell us a l- little bit about kind of how you got into this business and and what's been kind of you know your experience up till now?
1: <laughs> well that's a loaded question. It,
0: it, it is a loaded question. <laughs> it's a
1: big question. It's a big question. So, my goodness, where do I you think, start? Right? Yeah. Right. Where do I start? Um. So for me personally, it's always been very important that my epitaph not be she came, she breathed the air that was given to her and she died. Yeah. So um, everything that I've ever tried to do in my life, you know, I'm a capitalist. I want to make money, but I also want to do good works that benefit other people. So um, I do have a background in traditional radio. I worked for Tenaglia Radio, Paxson and then Clear Channel. And I was a part of their efforts to create non-traditional revenue, which is aging me, which is now considered likely to be traditional revenue. Um, so I think my, my background and passion in radio started with um, working in radio, if you will, traditional radio. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, I, uh, I'm actually married To my partner, if you will. And he started, he's known um, in the world as being one of the forefathers of search engine optimization. And back in the day, I think when the internet just started, he actually created about 50 episodes of um, something called Search Engine Spotlight. So that was something he was very, very passionate about, sharing information that helped people understand mm-hmm. um, how to properly become or to execute search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. And when we met, we talked about, like, what could we do together? We really enjoyed each other's company. I think we have complementary skills. And we just we started to talk about there's a lot of information when it comes to digital and online marketing. And the most important thing for people to keep themselves um Entrenched in business and well armed is knowledge and education, and education being delivered by the people who are really creating and defining the industry, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that's truly how Webmaster Radio got started.
0: Yeah, I think it really, really is an example of um, how how most content uh, is is started in the podcasting space. It's all based on one's passions and one's profession and and what you have an expertise in. And it sounds like that's that's kind of you know. In between you and Darren, there was kind of like a a, a merger of of skills, right? I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. he had the the passions around search engine optimization and marketing, and the the expertise in that. And then you had kind of the the online radio piece, and so I could see those things coming together. I know I started doing doing my show my uh, on my Web Talk World radio show back in '99, based on the same thing. I was doing search engine optimization myself, <laughs> and I wanted to share that knowledge with the with the world because it was a new thing back then.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, it, and it's good. It's a good feeling when you can share information that enhances other people's lives. Um, you know, Jay Paul Getty, find and eat and fill it. So truly, that's that's how Webmaster Radio got started. Um, and he does. And in fairness, Darren also has a really strong background in television. He was tenured over at um, NBC prior to beating me. Um, but we we just took a look at where the space was. And we had a lot of wonderful relationships with industry pioneers, if you will. People like um, Bruce Clay, who coined the phrase search engine optimization. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Um, you know, people like Ann Kennedy. So so Bruce Clay hosts um, um, SEM Synergies, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've got wonderful people like Ann Kennedy and Jillian Musig. Um, they're both pioneers in online marketing jillian uh was one of the founders of seo Moz. now Moz. um Mm -hmm. you know i mean the list james martell when it comes to super affiliates we've got bennett kelly so if you're looking for a legal show and understanding online marketing and, and where the intersection with legal comes i mean um larry weber the guy that created the got milk campaign built up weber shanwick sold it i mean these are people that are distilling awesome and actionable and candid information every week for a half an hour at a time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. And, I, I yeah. mean, it's amazing, you know, all, all the years. I mean, that uh, network started in 2004, right, mm-hmm. which was kind of at the the tail end of the dot-com boom. But that, that was also a time when, when kind of the, the Internet and online marketing was starting to become real. I mean, it was starting to become uh, – it was starting to come back and And there was a lot of big search engines. I think that that was in the time frame that Google kind of got its name built mm-hmm. out there and, mm-hmm. and it was a perfect time to to start talking about you know online marketing and I think you know in the podcasting space today we, we we see a strong presence in online marketing um people using this medium, you know radio and online radio and podcasting as a as a as a real medium to drive marketing. Is that kind of what you're seeing as well out there?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, different people um, in regard whether you're an advertiser with us or you're a show host with us, everyone has a little different orientation as to why they're Mm -hmm. getting involved. But to host a radio show, it really allows you to put your stake in the ground from a thought leadership perspective. Mm -hmm. It's an implied third party endorsement. I think sometimes when you do it with a network, and not by yourself, because I think, unfortunately, subconsciously, people think to themselves like, oh, you're doing a podcast by yourself. You know, no matter how much great information you're sharing with me, you're obviously trying to sell me something. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, we come off, I think, potentially as an implied third-party endorsement, mm-hmm. and they get to hold hands with other global leaders and sort of um, leverage each other's platform, if you will. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, I think it's I think online radio, I mean, first of all, it's a super low barrier to entry. So people have, you know, you can be in your car driving, you can be walking, you can be exercising, you can be in your office multitasking, and you have an opportunity to absorb the information that's presented, mm-hmm. right? Like subconsciously, I think video is fantastic, but video and short pops, because the reality is, and I'm probably going to get um, sassed for this, but you know, we have an ADD society, Mm -hmm. people like things in, in, in short bursts, if you will. And I think when you, when you're presented a lot of times with video, you have to have all of your senses engaged, if you will.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a visual as well as audio experience and you you have to
1: focus. Yeah. Right. I mean, and if you don't, you're going to walk into a wall if you're walking (laughs) down like a busy street in Manhattan. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to walk into a wall probably no matter what, but, um, so yeah, I think that I, well, I mean, I know, I mean, Knockwood, our our business is built on driving business for companies, yeah. period, the end. And it's all about, you know, one of our mantras internally here is visibility, credibility, reach, and then, of course, the all-important frequency. You mm-hmm. just need to get out in front of people multiple times to stay top of mind with them.
0: Hmm. So, let's change the subject a little bit. Um, what is been your experience of being a woman business owner out there and and how has it impacted your experience are, are, are things better than they used to be or is does it does it make any difference anymore
1: so i think and this is just me but i think and i think i've been very very fortunate in this i don't look at my i mean so i'm all about girl power and i love um female entrepreneurs and I love supporting women to achieve whatever goal they want and not having that glass ceiling. Mm -hmm. But truly my experience in business has never been um, as a woman, it's been as a business person. And I can say that with all honesty. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I do, it, it is difficult for me because, you know, the only way you Although people say they don't judge things, we all tend to judge. And the only way I can judge experiences is based off of what my personal experience has, has been.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I've never had that I can think of an experience where I felt like I wasn't part of the good old boys club or yeah. I was being edged out because of some reason. But I also think, too, which was very interesting, my first job um, was my first big, like, big person, my, big, my first big girl job um, was for a tech company and I was r- super young and I was super like ignorance is bliss yeah. and I didn't have baggage and boundaries and we were a startup. So I just went out and did things that made sense to me. Yeah. So it never occurred to me. I mean, I literally called um, at the time, like the head of, you know, digital equipment corporation and said, Hey, I want to do a deal with you. And Nobody was like, oh, you're some like 20 year old kid (laughs) was like, you know, Um, I think they were a little shocked that, you know, at an early age, I learned it's easier to fall down a flight of stairs and it is to crawl back up. So I was calling into, you know, presidents of North America and chairmen of the board and just being very fortunate to connect with these people. Yeah. And I think um, I think my attitude has been a bit of fearless. Yeah. Well, I think right? you have
0: to be. I think you have to be to you know to some degree to succeed in the business world these days. And I, just my own experience, you know, around you is that you are fearless and you're <laughs> you you know, all these people that you're talking about, all these CEOs or presidents, they're just people too. It's like you know, I mean, all I have to do is just kind of look at them and visualize them in underwear, and you'll you'll you know, and you'll totally take it down to a notch that's human, right? These (laughs) people aren't like superhuman or anything like that. Even though some, you could say some people are, you know, like a Steve Jobs or something like that. You can probably bow to him because of his business, you know, his business power. But, but it, yeah, it just seems like, you know, having, being brave in the business world these days, is not a, you know, it's not a gender thing. It's, it's, it's your attitude and it's your approach that matters.
1: It is. I think if you believe in yourself and you understand enough about the company that you're approaching and keeping an open mind because sometimes your perception of what their goals and objectives are may not actually be that mm-hmm. you can achieve anything. Woman, man, I mean, my goodness, look at all these, like, before they've graduated high school, young entrepreneurs that are kicking ass out there. Yeah. Definitely. So, you know, I mean, so for me, yes, I love to support mm-hmm. other women in business. I like to support people in business that have integrity and passion and the the will and want to achieve and to Mm -hmm. be the best at whatever they're doing. We're all going to fail. We're all going to screw up. Things aren't always going to work out the way that we thought they were. But somehow we end up on this crazy, awesome path that's our life. Mm -hmm. And it takes us where we're meant to go. Not always where we thought we were supposed to go. But it takes us where we're meant to go. And people just shouldn't be afraid to walk down a path and to move a couple of branches out of the way. And realize, you know what, you are strong enough to move those branches and keep on trudging.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, de- definitely. Well, wh- 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 <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, some of the the shows that are on Webmaster Radio today and kind of how that that area has changed o- over the years. Because I, I know back in 2004, it was kind of a different landscape for content around the the, the web and the Internet. I mean, is it? I mean I know that the search engines have kind of sealed up all of their all their little loopholes and ways to to game game the search engines but I don't <laughs> I I I was just kind of kind of curious how that content has evolved for you guys has it just gotten much more kind of sophisticated and and I mean just kind of give me a glimpse of what the content looks like today in Webmaster Radio
1: Oh baby, we're always sophisticated. I know you uh, are. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Excuse me. Um e- e- interesting. So it's evolved, but I think stayed yeah. interesting, like very true to its core, if yeah. you will. Yeah. So we still have SEO Rock stars, which is White Hat, Black Hat, and everything in between. Yeah. Um and potentially black hat, if you will, has has changed a lot um over time. But you know, black hat really just means that it's um, outside of what um, Google's terms and services, mm-hmm. if you will. Sure. Um, but I mean, we have you know PPC um, companies are still leaning very aggressively on from um, in, you know an online marketing perspective. So we've mm-hmm. got you know David Satella, hosts PPC rock stars, if you will. Um, we have Rumble, who hosts mobile uh, uh, um, profit and, and thought leadership. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just it's. Our shows are all about um, giving you actionable information so you walk away a mm-hmm. little better arm so you can do your job better. Yeah, You can, you know, maybe if you're wanting to sharpen tools that you haven't sharpened in the past, you can sharpen those tools. Um, you know, it, it's, and they're fun, right? So we try to make them really fun so they're entertaining, but you're walking away with true value. We actually have an interesting show that's launching in a couple of weeks um, it's called uh, Next Gen Now, and it's hosted by Regina Cesari, who's a principal over at Fear Haven Capital in Boston. So her show is really going to be showcasing the intersection of innovation and technology, mm-hmm. really giving people like a, um, a backstage pass to what deals are brewing, where companies are putting their money, what some best technology um, companies are doing to get themselves funding how they're differentiating themselves, how they're understanding market segmentation. So I think it's going to be a super, super um, interesting show to listen to. And she's just so inspired.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that does sound great. So, yeah, if you were to pick one show that a podcaster should should tune into to, to pick up tips on how to maybe find an audience, maybe in, in the search engines, Google or whatever, which show would, would, would it be? Uh, would it be the SEO show, Do you think, or...?
1: You know, so I love all my children. Yeah, They're the same. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I think yeah. I think M- Maria Ritan, who's a seven-time Emmy Award-winning producer, hosts a show called Purse Strings, um, which is marketing to women because, of course, going back to the women thing, we've got eighty-seven percent of the buying power. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Um, there's no power there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Look at this. We are influencing everything. Yeah. Started as a matriarchy. Um. But from a content perspective, I think she does a brilliant job of hosting the show. I think um, the way the content is presented is really, really well done. And I think that, um, you know, marketing to women crosses over like every sector, Mm -hmm. you know, bringing it back to the woman thing. So, so yeah, absolutely, I would say that. But I would say also check out, you know, from an SEO perspective, like SEM Synergy, I think is a phenomenal show to check into. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the podcasters out there, I don't know that um, really understand how to use the search engines to help um, find an audience for their show, but I think it's a it's definitely an untapped area that you guys are kind of specializing in and maybe can be of help to, Oh, absolutely. To and, yeah.
1: and any of your listeners that, you know, I can personally help from a mentor perspective or we can help give you guys guidance in your success, you know, by all means, always feel free to reach out.
0: That's great, well let's move on and talk about your your newer initiative that you guys have been working yeah. on the cannabis radio network mm-hmm. um, you know that's that's an upstart um industry in the United States right now uh, it's a little controversial, but uh, it, it seems to be sweeping across the the western end of the United States you know um mm-hmm. you know, washington colorado you know Oregon now, and California's getting all feeling like they're getting left out and <laughs> Colorado and Ohio and Alaska. I mean, it, it just, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's spreading like crazy. So you guys starting this cannabis radio network, is seems like perfect timing.
1: Cannabisradio.com.
0: Can, cannabisradio.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, yep. And so, so tell us about that. I mean, so how many shows you guys have that, I mean, all these shows are available on Spreaker. It's, yes. It's, Cause yep. we
1: adore Spreaker. <laughs> thank you. We adore, we adore, adore, as a matter of fact, as well. Uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> 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 so what are you trying to look. accomplish
0: with, you know, what's the purpose of that network as you see it? I mean, is it to educate? Is it to help people understand the finer sides of cannabis or what's the, what's the goal of it? Can you the
1: share? The goal? Yeah. So really everyone that works in our company has a, a true passion for the plant um, and has their own personal orientation to it. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's some wonderful media outlets there, but we felt like there wasn't one place that, um, people could come and have like a repository, if you will, of responsible and engaging content. So we really focus on four pillars. We've got fun shows for the enthusiast, Mm -hmm. excellent shows for MMJ patients, really helping them reinforce dignity and, um, or I should say reinforce quality of life and dignity. Um, Excellent shows on advocacy and legislation, especially as we dial into this 2016 season, and then can business, really um, talking about setting the best business practices and sustain, you know for sustainability and growth. And our show hosts are an all-star lineup. It's, I mean, I'm just, I'm blown away. I adore the content. I can't stop listening to my own programming, which is so fantastic. Um, but the the network was really, it, it's. It's about connecting people to cannabis in the way that they need Mm -hmm. to get um, the information that's going to allow them to have a better quality of life, Mm -hmm. whether it's engaging in fun shows or, you know, we have a show called, so first first of all, we've got Dr. Dina. Who is a cannabis consultant to the stars? She brought the first doctor to Southern California to write recommendations. She's been in the trenches for years. She's not a real doctor. Um, she was given her gnome de plume, if you will, um, <laughs> by Snoop Dogg. Oh, so geez. right. Um, she's just, I you know, speaking of adore,
0: yeah,
1: um, I yeah. adore Dina. So her show is called Cannabis Confidential. And she's just she's been in the trenches for 10 years making a difference with patients and um, doing some really great things. And she's got this cool celebrity behind the scenes. So people get to have like, you know, it's like they're privy to a conversation they wouldn't normally, you know, be privy to, if you will. Um, We have Dr. Mitch Earlywine, who is a real doctor. Um, And he actually he's he's on the uh, he heads up the board for normal, which I never say that properly, but. (laughs) He's a big wig on the board at Normal. He wrote the book Understanding Marijuana for Oxford University. He is uh, the chair for his department at um, the University of Albany and um, just a tremendous man. His his radio show is called Burning Issues and looks a little bit more at the science of cannabis, if you will. Uh, We have Vivian McPeak, who is the founder of, um, and the executive director of Hempfest, which actually just took place a couple of weeks ago in your home state.
0: Yes, Seattle,
1: yeah. See, yeah, oh my goodness, it was an amazing, amazing event. So every week it's like uh, getting backstage passes, if you will, to Hempfest all year long. And Vivian's just made such an amazing commitment um, to move public opinion and connect people. Um, for the past 24 years, next year it's their 25th year, and I'm so excited to be a part of it. Um, we also have, my goodness. I mean, like the just say no K N O W, which is hosted by MJ wellness every week. They tackle a different, um, chronic condition that can be treated with cannabis, Mm -hmm. but it's not just rah, rah, rah cannabis. It's really taking a holistic look. So it's talking to patients, maybe patients who haven't utilize cannabis, or maybe patients that have utilized cannabis and speaking to doctors and researchers so that people understand, um, in a very safe way, how they can incorporate cannabis into their regime if it were to work for them. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I mean, the list just goes, I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. So we've got about, I think 10 or 11 shows right now and we'll be launching. I mean, I think we'll probably hit over 20 by the end of the year.
0: Okay, so, so what's the process that you go through to to find these hosts and to get these shows? Do, do the hosts typically approach you guys, or do you guys kind of find them in magazines because they're they're so out there? They're speaking at conferences <laughs> and, and things. Like that? I'm just curious how how you guys build the content of what you're doing. Yeah, there.
1: yeah. excellent question. Excellent question. Yeah. So we're we're just shy of three months old. Yeah. Um. So nobody knew we existed a couple of months ago. And I think people are really beginning to know we exist now, which is great because I go out in public and say, you're listening to cannabis radio? Like in the <laughs> line at Walgreens. Now people are beginning to say, like, I listen to this show, which is really great.
0: Word of mouth <laughs> marketing. There you go, hey,
1: right? Yeah. You got to always be on. Um, but so originally we just – we really researched the industry and tried to find the people who we thought – um fit a style that would resonate well with a listening audience Mm -hmm. and, and people who had, I mean, when you're looking at, you know, Kyle Cushman, I mean, he's got a cult following. Mm -hmm. Um, Kyle used to write for the high times. He's won like probably every cup that there is every cannabis cup there is. He's just, he's super charismatic. He's unbelievably committed, um, to doing good in this world and, uh, and moving public opinion. So when you, when we researched and we found, um, We just found the people who we believed had um, the best integrity, Mm -hmm. um, really strong commitment and passion, and a track record to back it up. So if we put them on the ear, we knew that they were distilling really awesome information.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is an important um, thing to have that as a backbone because, I mean, a lot of what the cannabis – uh, business right now where the cannabis industry needs is as much credibility as it can get, right? Mm-hmm. So to have experts in there that, are, that have been involved in cannabis, I mean, most of them have been involved in it from a medical perspective, I think, for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, to have those people come into it as we kind of move into this next phase of it being Legal from a recreational perspective, it's it starts to move into this realm of the being similar to alcohol and tobacco, right? So we're, we're we're starting to move into this phase, but then there's this other part too, which is like the medicinal part, which is kind mm-hmm. of the the medical side, which is quite different than the alcohol and tobacco side, right? Where you this this plant has um, components to it that um, that can help um, you know suppress you know certain ailments that you have in your body and it it Mm -hmm. becomes starting to be looked at as, as a form of medicine for, for a lot of people across the country. And, and I can see where, you know, having experts in there talking about those kind of things would be really important.
1: In a way that, and I, and what I love about what we're doing is it allows people to have an intimate experience and to get the information they need. Because, you know, if God forbid someone's parent has cancer and they're watching as their family member is struggling with chemo and they're not eating and they, their Their quality of life is denigrated, you know. They're likely not going to want to watch a video about that, no. but right, <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah, boring um, video. No.
1: Well, yeah. A, it's a boring video, and B, you really have to have yourself closed up someplace. From a, I mean, I would just think you, it's it's privacy, right? Yeah. You'd want to like. Um, yeah, that's so,
2: right.
1: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So to have, you know, a compassionate voice like um, Nurse Heather talking to you or, I mean, any of the other one of our, our fabulous show hosts giving you information, um, I, I really, it's, it's important. I think people are really asking, um, you know, we, we try to, um, collect as much data as possible and what we're really seeing in, in the world at large, but especially the United States is people more, you know, it's unfortunate cancer is the most global disease that exists today. Alzheimer's is hitting at epidemic proportions. Yeah. Um, You have all sorts of people because of the stresses of life, dealing with ileitis and colitis and psoriasis and all sorts of um, stress-related, you know, PTSD, Dr. Sue Sisley doing so much good work there. There There's so many people that are dealing with so many physical maladies today. And because I think cannabis has really come on um, the radar for so many people, they're looking for alternative ways to medicate themselves that, mm-hmm. um, is a little more gentle on their system mm-hmm. and they're investigating, but it's hard to know where to get information that yeah. allow you to apply it to your own situation yeah. or your family situation. So that's really what we're trying to do mm-hmm. is, you know, entertain you. We've got some awesome fun shows, have mm-hmm. fun with it. Right. Like, but it also connect you with information that you need and especially, or if you're a can of business, right. Understanding. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, guess what? From a PPC perspective, you may not, you know, you really, you can't use Google. It's against Google's terms and services. So how do you optimize your, um, your website properly for, you know, so that you show up for relevant search terms? Where is a good place for you to advertise? How do you create brand identity? Mm -hmm. How, you know, I mean, so really um, helping people and companies alike have Whatever experience it is that they want or need with cannabis, mm-hmm. well, in it a safe is a environment.
0: yeah. I mean, it is a unique market um, that, that that requires kind of a unique approach. Uh, it's not uh, it's not legal everywhere in the country, so you kind of have to be careful on how you do things. Um, you know, I know here in Washington State that's uh, they're going through a big transition right now of of converting mm-hmm. all all the medical operations and retailers and growers over to the recreational side. Um, so there's actually it was just announced today that they're they're going to open it up, um, the, the, the retail side to basically all comers, um, again to to create um, more retail operations, um, which I think is is good good for the industry o- overall, and it also will kind mm-hmm. of fold in more of the medical um, operations that are currently operating right now into the the, the more regulated kind of recreational. Kind of kind of system that's currently set up here in the state or in washington state so so it, it's really interesting but I, I also wanted to ask you kind of about the big picture of online radio i know you know you came from working at clear channel and working on the broadcast side and but, but you spent the last i don't know 10 11 years working in online radio mm-hmm. so as you kind of look at that and contrast it to broadcast radio, and this is an area that I've spent like the <laughs> last year and a half thinking about, is mm-hmm. is how is broadcast radio, you think, going to blend into this? And what has been your thought on the evolution of online radio as you think about podcasting? So, I mean, it becomes like an on-demand medium versus a linear thing, which has typically been online radio. Where do you see this kind of evolving to? Do you see linear the, the whole... Kind of, kind of live and linear streaming, kind of fading away, and everything going towards on demand.
1: So you know, I was speaking to a really good friend about this just the other day. Where are you now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think everything comes full circle. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. Sure. So you know, we are. I um, actually think we do have live streams for cannabis radio. We we live stream Webmaster Radio. Um, we will be full-time live streaming cannabis radio. I think, I think we tend to be at this moment in time an on-demand society. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that Netflix yeah. has done an amazing job yeah. at like um, at turning media a little bit on its side in that regard, um, and I think it's neat for people to be able to consume media when they want, how they want. Um, but I think from an online broadcast perspective, I think that um live streams become incredibly important if you have um live events that are taking place where mm-hmm. people can actually interact yeah um and be a part of something, especially if it's something community based um but I do think and and there's certain you know channels i mean that you would want to be able to stream live. We find a lot of people on you know with webmaster radio they love to just like. Hit the live stream and you know go from one show to the next show to the next show as they're working or they're they're doing other things and it's very productive for them. So I think it depends upon the kind of content it is mm-hmm. regarding if people are going to participate live.
0: So when you say live stream, are you referring to an on-demand um, stream or are you you actually talking about live streaming like we are right now? This is this is truly a, a live stream y- using Icecast technology, but. Um... I mean, are you thinking that that more and more we will gravitate back a little bit more towards live streaming again, do you think? True I live think, streaming? Yeah.
1: I think so. I think so. I think that – I think it's neat. I think it's – I think I don't ever use the word neat, and I keep using it, <laughs> which is odd. Um, you know
0: – And it's
1: hard to say, maybe. Right. Well, yeah. I th- I think A we don't know. Like really yeah. we don't know. I yeah. think that, you know, I think live streaming I th- I think I think live streaming will become more popular, if you will. Because I mean the, the numbers absolutely show that it's all about on demand. And the majority yeah. of people that are listening to podcasts aren't aren't on the desktop. They're mobile. Yep. Exactly. I mean it's like keeping you in the know and on the go. Another one of our mantras here. Mm-hmm. Um but what does keep people live, right? Like think about, you know, American Idol or, you know, things that are happening in the now that people can participate with. Mm-hmm. That's where I think live streaming becomes very valuable.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You have a concert you want access to. There is, um, you know, you actually have access to people in real time mm-hmm. that is important to you to have access to them. Whether or not you actually interact with them doesn't matter. Like these people are live, and mm-hmm. that's cool for me to witness that.
0: Yeah, I mean, like this show that I do, the Spreaker Live show, it, it it doesn't have to be live. I mean, but I I do it live because it's an example of what our platform at, at Spreaker is capable of doing, mm-hmm. and, and it does make the actual production of the program a lot simpler. I, I don't do any post production on this show at all. I just uh, play. Airbrush me. I just yeah are you I kidding? just <laughs> I need to be airbrushed. <laughs> Brandy, you're doing great. Hmm. Um but but yeah, I just don't do any of that post-production stuff. Actually, both both of the podcasts that I do now are live. Uh there there aren't any post-production activities going on. One is a video show that I do as well as audio, but this one is purely audio and, and I just feel like I mean, if you're going to fit this into your life, you need to have the option to do it live. And just have all your intros and exits and stuff like that all kind of programmed in mm-hmm. that I can turn them off and on and in the software and things like that. And, and and I think it's it's possible to do that. But like I said, this show doesn't have to be that. I could do the same exact thing pre-recorded. So mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with you 100%. You know, the whole sports and, and um, kind of more event based activities is really where live really plays a plays a role but but I also think that the whole energy of live like like being um, at a live conference or something like that like I've taken this show to the the New Media Expo and mm-hmm. podcast movement and did live shows from the floor and it's just like the the energy of that is just Oh yeah. I mean it's not you can't duplicate that here. I mean I mean even with what we're doing you can't duplicate that the energy hey now. but I I know, I know I know
1: we have the energy of like three hundred people.
0: Come we on. do we do, but I don't know what what, what it is about sitting at a microphone. You are surrounded by people. It's just like, it, it, but but it does take ultimate concentration, <laughs>
1: I have to say. But it is fun. I mean, because you yeah. know we do the same thing at, at conferences, and yeah. Yeah. you know it. But but see, then again, what are you doing? That's it's it's sort of um, it's event based. Yeah, there is an occasion, if you will. Yeah. but it's also neat too when you have. The ability to, you know, in any show. So, for example, like people can, you know, on Webmaster Radio or Cannabis Radio, you know, because of um, Twitter and Facebook or what have you, you can interact in real time with all of our show hosts. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Just like people can interact with you and I right now, which is really, really cool. So that's also the benefit of listening to a live show is that opportunity to um, interact in real in in real time with people that, you know, maybe you wouldn't have normal access to.
0: Yeah, no, that's, the, I mean, that's, that's the power of it. If you can get audiences to interact with you while you're doing the program, uh, I think that's, th- that can add to the content as well. I agree mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely. it's fun.
1: And I will tell you, like for, for me, when I used to host my own radio show, I used to like, I like doing it live.
0: I didn't um, know that you hosted your own radio show. What show was just, that?
1: Stop. I hosted. Actually, <laughs> you were. I think you've been on one of my radio. You have. You been on one of my radio shows? Are you kidding me? Oh, well, tell me. Tell me about your old radio <laughs> show been that you like did forever in a day. So yeah. Darren and I used to do a show called Rainmaker,
0: oh, um, and okay. that was
1: actually um, the first show on the Webmaster Radio Network, if you will, and that was just a really fun show where we invited on people that we just like really respected yeah. and they talked about it was um, they talked about the path they took because most people who are super successful in this world didn't start off, right? Like someone decided, oh, yeah. Hey, I think I want to be a, a basketball player. Well, they couldn't dribble a ball yeah. and then somehow they ended up in, you know, running airlines or, um, I mean, you know, we had amazing people like Michael Korda, you know, you talk about I um, uh, Apple, Steve Wozniak's been a guest on, on Rainmaker, truly, um, you know, Rainmakers, and they were just super candid, and, and it's just really fun, interesting conversations. And then I also hosted, which was meant to be with me and myself and David McGinnis, and then I ended up being like every CMO over at PR PRWeb, um, Cover Story, which was a PR-related Radio
0: show. Oh, okay. Do you so ever, for, do you ever yeah. see yourself getting back into do, doing a show again?
1: If you'll do one with me.
0: Oh, sure.
1: <laughs> there you go. Hey, yeah, you know. Two,
0: two shows a week isn't enough for me. I, I need at right? least three Are or you four. you up for the challenge? Oh, sure. <laughs> that would
1: be awesome. <laughs> but, you know, but seriously, we actually just, we have a, another fabulous um, project Um, with david mcginnis actually we've launched greencranberry.com it's a native news content marketing platform so and and a great um actually we we have it for mainstream as well on cranberry.com it's a great way for it might be a wonderful tool which is a wonderful tool for podcasters to really get out there and promote when they have special guests or special features or what have you oh awesome so give a little plug there yeah
0: definitely well, a lot going on. Yeah, I know. Well, thank you for joining us. I, we're actually at forty forty minutes here, so we've uh, there's a never ending amount of stuff we can talk about. <laughs> that's for there sure. There is. Yes. I
1: really appreciate you for including me on your show. It just means the world to me.
0: Well, thank you for taking the time and braving the heat down there in Scottsdale, <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> I, know.
1: Just, I know the just the to be, be on the show. Of technology, that's, absolutely. That's you right. know, I just. For, for you listeners out there, I've known um, Rob since his days back in, in Microsoft. Yeah. And um, I'm just very blessed. I get to call you friend, and you've always straight stayed true to um, your art. And um, I just I really value all that you do with and for this community. Um,
0: well, same going back to you. Thank you. you. you know, you've been working hard in this business for a long time, and now you're doing the same thing in the cannabis business. So it's kind of... It's going to be interesting to watch your journey through that, and how thank you, and how much of an impact that you're going to make in that. And I think it's going to be huge. So, so I wish thank you the you. most luck. And I want thank to thank uh, all the listeners that are listening to this show. Uh, you can certainly pick this show up at speakerliveshow.com com and give us a, a rating in iTunes and a comment um, on the Speaker website uh, or in itunes uh you can certainly send me an email if you have a question or a comment or uh, recommend or, you know recommendation around a guest you can send it to rob at spreaker.com or you can send a tweet to uh at spreaker and use the hashtag spreaker live so thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the show this week and we'll be back uh next wednesday with a terrific guest i'm going to have on the ceo of Midroll media Mr. Adam Sachs is going to join me next Wednesday for the Speaker Live show. So, like I said, thank you very much for tuning in.